Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Power Podcasting. My name is Willie Lawson. I trust that you are well today. It's been a, it's been a minute. Um, but, you know, I, I want to make sure that I approach topics that are relevant to what a lot of you are doing or wanting to do. Um, the, the idea of just pushing out some half-baked podcast for the sake of push, pushing out a half-baked podcast uh, may fit the mantra of being consistent and podcasting all the time, which is indeed important. But if your podcasts aren't relevant, if they're not usable for people, then you get the reputation of drivel. That you're just producing podcasts to produce podcasts and maybe just producing podcasts just to make revenue. And that's not what we want to be. That's not necessarily where we want to be all the time or any time really. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to sort of, I don't know, straddle the fence on consistency and relevancy. And I think once you can strike that balance, uh, you've got something. You have got something. That's why political podcasts do so well. And that's why niche podcasts do so well. Because there's so much content, there's so much to um, to talk about, and if you're smart and you don't, you know, sort of blow your, you know, shoot your wad in one cast in an hour on something that you could spread out, I have a problem with that. To be honest with you, um, that you know, there are some podcasts that go for an hour that should go for a half an hour because. I've got enough content to, to fully pack a half an hour and leave you wanting some more. And that's what I'm going to do today. I'll show you how to do that. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about doing podcasts for other people. There are, you know, a lot of us in this environment want to be entrepreneurs and we want to take what we can do, our niche, the things that we know how to do, and take them to another level. Um, and use them to make income for ourselves and make a place for ourselves. I get it because I want to do that too. So those of us who podcast think that, well, maybe we can podcast for other people because a lot of people don't think they have the, the time or the expertise to podcast for themselves or their businesses. And we know and they know the benefits of doing so. So when talking to our friends or our, our associates, one of the first things out of our mouths is, you know, often is, well, you know, I can do a podcast for you. Uh, that used to be <laughs> something that I did. Um, but I'm going to tell you, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Because there was so much that I really didn't consider when I was, you know, when, when I, especially when I first got started and I was all hot and bothered about doing as many podcasts every day as I could and maybe even making some income doing it. I mean, I mean, doing what you like to do and somebody pays you, uh, yes, please. But there are some, there are some considerations and we're going to talk about uh, or try to get into at least three of the main considerations uh, before you decide that you are going to do podcasting for other people, whether you're going to do a podcasting for their for their cause or their concern or their business. 
there are three things that I want you to consider, and we're going to talk about those when we get back. Thank you again for coming to Power Podcasting. My name is Willie Lawson, and we'll be back right after these messages. This is Willie Lawson for the Armed Citizens Legal Defense Network. You can have access to a growing nationwide network of attorneys and legal experts. You can get bail assistance. Um, the network provides up to $25,000 to post bail on behalf of a member who has used force in self-defense. The fee deposit to your attorney immediately after a self-defense for representation during questioning and other vital defense services. You can reach us at ARM Citizens Legal Defense Network. Our number is 360-978-5200. That's 360-978-5200. Or go to www.armedcitizensnetwork.org. Welcome back. We appreciate you um, spending some time with us today. Again, my name is Billy Lawson. This is Power Podcasting, broadcasting today here on Anchor. This is where we're uh, the genesis, where we're producing the podcast, so to speak. Um, please join us at anchor, anchor.fm slash start. Um, it, it would really be helpful to me if you would um, follow the link that's in the description and um, start your own podcast right here on Anchor. The best part is that it's easy to use. The second best part is, and the first best part is that it's free. <laughs> so um, my first thing in, in doing podcasts for other people, and this may seem really elementary and almost like, duh. First thing, be able to podcast. Be able to do it. Now, that obviously means that be able to technically pull it off. Be able to have the wherewithal, technically, to do and produce a podcast. Be able to do it. And that also means be able to schedule the time to do it. So often we forget that, you know what, in our Hashtag grind sort of world. We forget that the clock, Mr. Kronos, doesn't care about your grind because he's got a grind of his own. 60 beats a minute, never any faster, never any slower, and incessant. You will run out of daylight for that movie, dude. You will run out of daylight. So can you actually do the podcast? Can you actually do it? Can, are you working a, a regular job? Are you, are, are, are you actually working on your own? When are you going to put this into your life? Because in order to do it, you're going to have to be super professional, and we'll get into that, and super consistent because of something we're going to get into in, in, in our next section for sure. But can you actually do it? Now, I know you want to, 
And I know right now you're willing to say, you know what, hey, man, whatever it takes, man, whatever it takes, middle of the night, first thing in the morning, whenever in the car, however, I can do it. Okay. But if you can't do it, if you get into a place where you cannot do it, you're going to damage your reputation, waste your time, and waste your client's time, energy, effort, and just as importantly, just important money. So you have to you have to really before you open your pie hole, you have to look at your life. You have to look at your situation and say, "Can I actually do this? Do I have the wherewithal to do it?" Now you may uh, have a fledgling podcast of your own that you don't do consistently, that you don't edit at all, because you either don't know how. Or you don't feel the need, because I talked about that in, in a, a past podcast, whether you're going to go live or you're going to edit, there's balance there too. Or you don't have the wherewithal, the tools by which to edit. And the podcast that that they want you to do, it needs to be an edited thing. Do you know enough about the subject? Are you going to get support enough to be able to do a podcast on a regular basis for what they want you to do? Can you do it? Is it possible? And sometimes, my friends, sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes it's not possible. Some, you know, And it doesn't mean that you don't want to do it. And it don't, doesn't mean that at some point you won't be able to. But right now, the answer is no. The answer is no. But you have to tell yourself no. Now, the next question. What if they ask you to do one for them? Then you might have to say, I don't have time. I love you guys, but I don't have time. I would never, just tell them straight up. If I did your podcast, I swear to you, I would never sleep. I would never sleep. And then tell them what you have to do. Tell them that not only is, is it the, the hour of recording or 45 minutes of recording, it's the three, hours of prepar- the three hours of preparation or four hours of preparation or more, depending on what the subject matter is. It's the editing afterwards. It's the, uh, the, the, the working and dealing with syndication, making sure that they are on all the appropriate <clears throat> formats. It's making sure that the, that the artwork that goes along with those formats is done. There's lots to do, isn't there? You've, you've already figured that out. There's lots to do. And you'd want to give their podcast as much attention as you could as if it were your own. Because you want them to be successful. And to do that, it takes time. And you may tell them, it's all, it's all I can do to do my own podcast and sleep. Because you may have, again, you may have a job already. It isn't just your podcast is taking up your entire day. You may have a job that you have to go to every day. So your hours and your time are limited. We never like to tell our friends no. I know, I understand that. Boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I understand that. But you have to first be sure that you can actually do the podcast. 
Because if you can't, then it's worse. If you say yes and fail, it's worse than saying no in the beginning. I mean, you may be able to say, hey, listen, uh, maybe on a couple of segments you can come on and I can interview about your, you know, about your new restaurant or your or your, you know, what or your cookbook or whatever you're doing. And and that's a way to get them exposure. But doing a podcast for them, you first have to make sure that you have the time to do so. And you have the equipment to do so. So it's professional. It may be okay for you and your thing that you do your podcast on your phone. That may be okay. Because Anchor allows you to do just that. As a matter of fact, and you know, long years ago, Blog Talk Radio uh, allows you to do just that too. You do the whole thing on your phone. And I, and I think you still can. I think if you call in on your phone, you can actually use that as your microphone and do and do the whole whole thing on your phone while having um, the the whole switchboard thing. So, but do you want to do that for somebody else? Is the quality such that you want to do that for somebody else? My my thought is probably not. Probably not. So do you have the equipment by which to do so? Do you have the microphone? Do you have all the stuff that it would take? Do you have again the, the, the editing software if you're going if you're going to edit? Some podcasts need need editing because of the nature of what you're talking about and the nature of how you're going to do it. Um, some will require the ability to have call-ins, guests, all that stuff. Do you have time to do it? If you don't have time to do it, then just tell your friends that you don't have time to do it. So you actually can't do it. Now, if you do somehow have time to do it, there's a couple of other things that you need to understand. And we'll get to those right after this break. Thanks for coming to Power Podcasting. My name is Blake Lawson. We'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world's story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 20 Four, seven. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at Flipboard.com. That's Flipboard.com. Hi, if you're interested in supporting this podcast, please go to bit.ly slash Avon Tampa Bay. That's bit.ly slash Avon Tampa Bay. Thank you for your continued support. Welcome back. We appreciate you being here. Um, My name is Willie Lawson. This is Powered Podcasting. The subject today is doing podcasts for other people. You know, doing podcasts for other people. We talked about in the first segment 
um, for, before you even consider it, can you actually do the podcast? The second part is you have to if if you can actually do the podcast. I think this is this is where um, a lot of times things break down. Understand something. Understand who you are working for. You must before you sit down and start preparing. And before you turn the microphone and the computer on and start recording, you must understand first who you are working for because you are truly working for them. Are so many times the the miscommunication is that you that the person doing actually doing the broadcasting or doing the work doesn't really get who they're working for, doesn't really get the expectations. Of who they're working for, you know what you could. I mean, you could have this casual relationship, and they could like your podcast and what you do, but they don't really want that for theirs because that's not really them. You could be a, a real humorous kind, a lot of throwaway a lot of throwaway jokes and one liners, and and this is how you do your thing, sort of light and breezy. Um, but they don't want that for their thing, right? They want a commercial. They want a. They want a you know a, a a podcast infomercial because that's what they want, and because that's who who they are, and that's the image that they're trying to portray. They're not trying to portray this light, breezy, funny, snarky internet sort of guy uh, that you may be, or it could be just the opposite. You could be less Nesman news guy, and that's not what they want at all. They want the easy, breezy, light. Uh, they want Venus flytrap and not Les Nesman. And usually the breakdown is that you haven't really talked to and you don't understand who you're working for because most of us are just used to doing our own thing. Most of us are not used to doing something for somebody else. This is why this is, this often becomes a problem. And it's disappointing um, to a lot of the you know, a lot, a lot of you, a lot of the podcasters, because you really thought that this could be an income stream for you. And then you find out that it's really hard and screw it. Never mind. I'll just do my own thing. Right? Even though you didn't get any direction. And that's the thing that is uh, what we have to do. We have to get direction. Let me tell you about a client that, I, that I've had in the past year. Um, we sat down and had a meeting before we got started. We had actually probably too many meetings, but we had a meeting, meeting before we got started. <clears throat> and, and part of that meeting was for them to ask me questions about me and what my qualifications were and how long I'd been doing this. And it was, and which is fine with me because I can say, yeah, I've, I've done 2,500 podcasts on Blog Talk Radio. I've been podcasting since March 2008. And um, I spent 22 weeks on, uh, on a broken radio program, never do broken radio, on WGUL. So I've had a lot of time behind the microphone. I've had an awful lot of time behind the microphone. Uh, a one-hour podcast is not that big a deal f- for me. Most of the time I can do those off the top of my head. Not a big deal to me. Done voiceovers. Uh, I've been a, I'm a professional musician. So performing 
isn't a big deal. I don't get I don't get nervous. I also spent 15 years teaching in the Hillsborough County school system, so I can break things down to be able to help people learn as well. I come to the podcasting world with those skill sets. So it's no problem that asking me questions about what what my process is and what I'm what I'm doing, and that's fine. So we spent some time doing that. But what they didn't expect was this, that at some point in this meeting, I would start asking them questions. Because I needed to know, although I wasn't, I didn't know, but I found out very quickly that I wasn't going to really be on this podcast. I wasn't going to be in this podcast. I wasn't going to be a, I didn't have a speaking role. I had a more of an engineer director, producer kind of role. But I had to find that out. I had to ask what my role was. I had to ask who who was going to be the on-mic talent, who was going to come up with the topics, and how often we were going to do these podcasts. And so I so I asked the question. This This was the question that I think... Everybody should have, at the beginning of this, should have gotten this answer and maybe made a different decision, frankly. to be I mean, to be completely honest with you. Um, I was asked, how often should we do the podcast? Now, my answer is every day. If you look at the major podcasts in the world, or even radio programs, AM radio programs, they broadcast every day. Every day. On YouTube, PewDiePie puts something out every, I mean, did for years. Every day. Every day. And they both looked at me like, first of all, they looked at me like I was joking. But I wasn't joking, and I told them exactly what I just told you. If you emulate the people who are the best in the world who who do this, they produce content every day. Day Now, that doesn't mean, and I told them, that doesn't mean that you have to produce an hour and a half um, broadcast every single day, but you got to do something every day. And you have to be consistent. And it was obvious then that they didn't have time. If they should have gone back to number one, they didn't have time to do this. They just didn't have time to do this. They hadn't thought this thing through. But the answer was, let's go forward. The answer still was, let's go forward. Uh, you know, in hindsight being 2020, probably should not have gone forward. Probably should have said, well, maybe we should rethink this. Maybe we should rethink the formatting of this to where how can we Produce something every day. Instead of saying, no, I can't do it every day, um, the, the thought pattern should have switched to, well, how can I do something every day? And maybe an hour podcast is, or 45-minute podcast is not the way to go here. Maybe there are other ways to produce the same, you know, the same level of content and get it out over the, you know, over social media 
in an effective way. Start asking new questions, start shift your paradigm. But they were hell bent on doing a podcast. I think one of them was hell bent on doing a podcast. Well, fast forward, we don't do the podcast anymore. And you can guess the reason, right? As it turned out, you don't have they don't have time to do the podcast even once a week, let alone every day. Not even once a week. Could not, they could not, would not put enough time into a 45-minute podcast once a week. So if you can't do it once a week, there's no way in hell you're gonna be able to do it every day or produce content for it every day. in an organized fashion. So my mistake was that I said yes when I should have said no. When I saw the red flag and I did not stop and I didn't realize who I was working for. So before you go forward, please understand who you're working for. Please understand that, please understand, you know, what their expectations are. Because immediately after the first podcast, their expectations were they were going to be on every single solitary platform that that the syndication was going to mysteriously and magically happen because they had a podcast. They didn't really understand the infrastructure of it. Thank God for Anchor. Because Anchor really pushes the syndication side of this. So they were until so they did end up we use actually we use Blog Talk Radio because we could do it live and, and, and have call-ins, um, which they never did. Um, so it was actually pretty cool because they were on iTunes where they wanted to be right away. And then I downloaded the uh, the file from Blog Talk Radio and then put it on Anchor. And then that's, that's how they got their Spotify and that's how they got um, Again, iTunes, and that's how they got some other, but I had to do it because they, one of them, one of them purported to be hip in all of the syndication stuff, but in the fact of the matter, they weren't at all, not even a little bit, not even as much as I was. (laughs) Please understand who you're working with. Or you are working for. Because I'm telling you, if you're doing somebody else's podcast, you are not working with them. You are not working with them. And that leads us to our third point, which we'll, which we'll get to right after these messages. Thank you so much for coming to Power Podcasting. My name is Willie Lawson, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, this is Willie Lawson. You know, with so much content whizzing around out there, there's only one storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. It's Flipboard. Yeah, Flipboard curates the world story so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. When you see stories that you want to save or share, just tap the plus button and add them to your private or public collections. It's that simple. It's used by millions of people every day. Flipboard is how people move themselves and the world forward. So get started now at flipboard.com. That's flipboard.com. 
Com. All right. Well, thank you for coming back, on, and we appreciate it. Listen, the third part that's really, really important is this, is to always make sure that you know that you work for them. Everything you do is for them, is for the client. That they may be your friend, but in this, they are your client. They are your employer. So everything that you do, you have to be really sure that you run past them, you get their approval on, because it's their brand and it's their face that's out there in this space. And you owe that to them. This is not your thing. So your thing, if you put your foot in a, in a, in a pile of dog do, it's only on you. But when you're doing this for somebody else, if you put your foot in a pile of dog do, it's not really you anymore. It's them. You just want to make sure. You just want to make sure that you always know, that you always know that you work for them. I bet you never forget that. And I think it's important that because everybody wants to be collaborative, everybody wants to go, well, it's a group project, it's a team effort, that you make sure that they know that in this, you work for them. Something they want, you do. Which goes back to point one. Do you have time for that? If you normally record on a Tuesday afternoon, because that fits into your life, and they can't record this Tuesday afternoon, they need you to come there at 9 o'clock at night, can you go there at 9 o'clock at night and record? Well, if you work for them, the answer, of course, is yes. Or if they need you there on Thursday at 6 a.m., the answer is, if you work for them, yes. Your schedule can't be real constricted and restrictive if you work for somebody else, right? But make sure that you know, that you continue to understand that now, if you're doing this, quote, for them, you work for them. And a lot of people, a lot of people screw that up. And I think it becomes a problem. I think it becomes a problem in relationships as well as as execution of podcasts. I think that, that, that relationships get ruined because we get into something and we forget our roles. Let me give you an example. One of the, the, the coolest things about being 58 is that I've lived through some stuff and I have some examples. I am a music education major and I did, uh, I used to, I wrote halftime shows. My, a friend of mine got a job um, as a high school band director out of college. And when I left Florida State, um, he asked me to come and help. Now he had written, I think he, he, his first year, he had written his halftime show. He'd got the, this is before they were really on, on computer. He'd gotten the paper out and um, drew all the lines and dots and had done it and had not really liked it all that much. He didn't, he didn't think it was very good. And he asked me if I would. Now I had never done it. 
But guess what? I sure did. I liked it. I put, we put it together. <clears throat> we helped each other. So the first, our first couple of years together there, uh, we did. Um, we were at one school, and then when he made the move to the next school, I went with him and helped him, helped him teach it. And then we got a um, a computer program to do it. And because it was computer program, and I was a computer guy, you know, you, you became the computer guy if you could turn one on, right? If you could turn one on, you weren't afraid of them, um, and you knew how to hook up a printer and make it actually work. Then you were the computer guy. So we bought a program. Uh, I think we got a little bit more affluent school, bought a program, and we started use, started using it. So I was able to take the program home and write the halftime show. I made a mistake, though. I made a mistake. Now, this is. let me give you an idea who this person I'm talking about is. This, this person right now, I consider my best friend. This person was the best. It was my roommate in college and the best man at my wedding. You hear what I'm saying to you? I forgot something very important because the boosters were paying me to help teach and write the show. I forgot that I worked for him. I just forgot. It just slipped my damn mind that I worked for him. He had asked me on a number of occasions to do something drill-wise that other people were doing, and frankly, I didn't like. I didn't think it was necessary. I thought it was a hackneyed thing, but other people, but other other people liked, and other people had mentioned it to him that we should, or he should, and I kept ignoring it. I just ignored. It. I just didn't do it. So about halfway through my time with him. Um, at the second school, he came to me one day and he said, I'm having so-and-so write the rest of the show. He just took the pen out of my hand. I'm having, this was halfway, this is halfway through this, through, through the season. Um, the show wasn't complete yet. He said, I'm having so-and-so finish the show, Joe West. It was important enough to him that he risked our friendship. But it was my fault. I forgot I worked for him. And it didn't matter what I thought. I had frankly had the benefit of of autonomy in, in in drill design all along at that point probably five or six years. But when he asked me to do something specifically, I didn't do it. I just didn't do it. Made me a bad made me a bad employee, right? Made me a bad employee. So for that job I was fired. By my very best friend. But because of who we both were and who he is, we were able and still able to salvage our friendship. Our friendship didn't take a hit. 
Now I ain't gonna tell you I was. I ain't gonna tell you I wasn't hurt. I ain't gonna tell you I wasn't angry. But it was my fault. So always remember, no matter what the situation is that you get into, that you work for them. It may be your very best friend. It may be a relative. It may be your mama. But you work for them. Because if you forget that, there's going to be problems. All right, we got to get out of here and make room for somebody else. So until we see you again, go out there and learn something, love somebody, and for goodness sakes, take care of yourselves. Let me know where you heard the show. Send me an email at wls860 at gmail.com. We'll see you when we see you. Bye-bye now.